This is the 40-year-old Bond Virgins podcast. Strange. Because normally, when we're, <laughs> when we're on the computer, I can look directly at you. Yeah. But it feels really weird. I don't make eye contact with you. Yeah, pretty bizarre. To probably have two microphones for this, but we'll we'll power through. Okay. Well, we won't. If anybody actually listens to this, they'll have to power through. We've got at least thirty fans on, have you know? Oh. Mm. Do you reckon? Well, it's between 30 and 50 downloads for each episode so far. So I can't imagine them jumping in. So you think they're repeated people downloading each time as opposed to 30 people thinking it's terrible then a new set of 30 people thinking it's terrible? Uh, could be. Could be. Who knows? Let us know. <laughs> on the Twitter. Can't remember what it is. Go back to the last episode and you'll find it. <laughs> Bond wears a wig. Uh, Bond wears a wig. Right. You only lived twice. 1967. We both just watched it. Together. Together. Tried not to make any um eye contact or or anything, any visual clues that you might um, like get an idea of what I thought of the film. Yeah. But I think there were bits that probably gave it away for both of us. Sure, sure. Yeah. I've got 6.8 on IMDb and a 4.5 on Amazon Prime. I don't think these scores are changing film on film. They all seem to have exactly the same yeah. rating. By synopsis, do you want a synopsis? Ah, uh, it was my turn, but obviously written nothing because we've just watched it. I never write mine anyway. <laughs> you can do it. So Bond, for his work, he has to um he has to work out why it looks like. Someone is stealing like a Russian rocket, and then and then the Russians think it's uh, the Americans, but then the American rocket gets stolen, and the Americans think it's the Russians, and so James Bond has to work out who's really doing it to stop there being a world war. That's his job. So that's <laughs> and I'm going to just go right ahead and say this has probably been the most racist and sexist film of the entire genre so far. To the point that I'm thinking, I just don't even want to reference it. I don't even want to talk about those things yeah. because it was... I don't want to slander the whole series, like just point it out every time. That's why I think we it, came up with the... The DTs. DTs, anyway. I think we should stick to that, really, and not just not focus on it. It's too much. easy to point out, but yeah. it was... I mean, there it was, was points. Yeah, there, there, there were four of us in the room and there were audible gasps <laughs> of outrage. <laughs> Some of it was so shocking it did make us laugh. Yeah. Okay, we'll just work around that then. Okay. Liking that. Right, so You Only Live Twice. We watched it on DVD. On the menu, it came up with the theme tune, which I recognised you already liked, mm-hmm. even before we started the movie. Uh, I wrote that down as a note, but we're not there yet. We're not yet. We'll come <laughs> on to that. It was... It wasn't so much that I liked it, it's that I knew it. Recognised it, yeah. Yeah. And it brought back some kind of strong memory for yeah, me, which same. I now know. Well, for me, it's, so it's the track that I played you afterwards, which is okay. Chad Who Loved Me by Manson, who were a band like kind of in the late 90s. Oh, so they well, I mean, that sounds like a Bond title. Right, so definitely. Mm. And I spent a lot of time Googling during the film. That will tell you how much mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. <laughs> and it's not referenced. That song isn't referenced as being a song that's sampled. You're, I can never remember the name of this film. You Only Live Twice. Yeah. And lots of other things have. Can you guess what song completely sampled You Only Live Twice? Uh, no. Millennium by Robbie Williams. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can hear it now. Yeah. 
But the song was actually sung by Nancy Sinatra. Mm-hmm. Frank Sinatra, really big mate of Ian Fleming. He was asked to do it. He said no, but my daughter might. And she did. Oh, okay. She sung anything else? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She sings. First scene. Jupiter 16 in space. Chris gets out of the spaceship. <laughs> Very international, but everyone just calls him Chris. Chris. A Pac-Man rocket turns up and eats the other rocket. Uh, the US rocket, and then uh, Chris floats off into space. He just snips his cord. He opens up this 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 other rocket, opens up like a demogorgon from Stranger Things. Yeah. Wraps his robot mouth around the capsule, bites Chris's space umbilical cord in half, and Chris just very gently floats away. I think in reality, at that point, isn't he meant to actually implode? Like it wouldn't just be as floaty is that surely maybe it's like a shut off valve in the suit and he was just going to run out of air in like 20 minutes if he's not maybe because it wasn't like that in Event Horizon right okay he had no shut off valve what in uh, don't make me go back there it was horrific when I watched it once this is my first reference in my notes to Button Moon I called Button Moon from that very first... I think you're just trying to steal it. Look, I've written it there. Look, mm. I couldn't work that in. That's not, like, on the side. That's on a line. Right, yeah. right early in my notes. <laughs> it had strong Button Moon vibes. Yeah, it did, yeah. The rocket had a leather interior. Oh. It was a green leather buttoned interior. Okay. Is that usual? No. So that, that was kind of cool. Tape Com... Yeah. Like the base unit, that looked like real footage rather than a studio. That looked like footage they'd actually grabbed of Kate. Is it Capcom? Rule? Is that what it's NASA? Now? I don't know. All oh, right, I was assuming it was Capcom. Oh, but I could be. I don't know. I wasn't. It looked, but it didn't look. It looked like real people doing real things, as opposed mm-hmm. to a set. But then when they cut to Hawaii, the guy. So everyone in like NASA was wearing like white shirts and black ties and yeah. doing all of their science stuff. Hawaii, Hawaiian shirt. Absolutely. He was just sat there lounging back in his chair. He was he was cool with it, man. Yeah. And then I noticed that all of my family, so both my children who were watching the film and I, all shared that we have a, an inner fear of drifting into space. So oh. It's something we're all quite scared might happen to us. Yeah. Which doesn't seem logical. I kind of like it. I want to. I want to be in space for a while. Just just floating or in a in a pod. Either way, nice minute. There's a cool series with Sissy Spacek in it. Maybe on Amazon Prime. I forget the name. It's like an old couple have a portal to space at the end of their garden, yeah. and they can just go and sit and look at space. That's kind of. I've watched a lot of that, but yeah. it turns into. The dude that comes out of the pool is like three or four episodes him trying to find his dad or something. Uh, and I'm lost interest. Okay. But you wouldn't have to find your dad. You could just go down to the portal and watch space. Oh, I see. Yeah, I could do that. Well, we'll add it to the list of things to do at some point. Okay, so you can go on to the, all the world leaders. Uh, world leaders have a meeting. Oh, do you? Similarly about Chris being missing. <laughs> Where's Chris? Uh, it was in a big glass dome it was a bit like mm. the end of the crystal maze when yeah. they have to get in the thing the money flying about with the things flying about and they have to didn't look particularly safe it didn't there were no women mm. there were no women in there oh okay the pac-man rocket lands in or landed in japan according to the world leaders meeting mm-hmm. which is pretty accurate the opening bond scene is with is <laughs> mm. with a chinese girl i wouldn't normally point that out but they do. He also <laughs> he also why she tastes different. Uh, the girl runs away. The bed flips up into the wall. Bond <laughs> Bond gets shot a bunch of times through the bed frame. Seems to be dead. And one of the guys that was there checking if he was alive said it would have been how he wanted to go out. He said he died on the job. Died on. The he job. would have wanted it that way. That's it. And when he said. On the job, he meant sex. He did. Yeah. <laughs> Opening music. Yeah. Nah. Oh, I liked it. Oh. Yeah. Why do we disagree on everything? Well, what did you like? The song, the the graphics. Song. Okay. 
you like the, the swell of the yeah, yeah. but what about the actual bit with the lyrics that's right yeah, that's why I thought it was alright <laughs> but I like the do, 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 do bit I think I well I'll get to it at the end but I think it's up there for me against the other songs okay interesting the graphics were a bit meh yeah nothing too crazy there was like Usually. a weird bit where they kind of had like a silhouette cut out of a face that they just, it was a bit like when you used to have an overhead projector at school and you could shift a bit of paper around in different ways. It was as basic as that, yeah. just moving something around on the screen. It wasn't as good as, I want to see more belly dancing. Well, no belly dancing in this film. First one without it. This has been like three in a row. I think. Yeah. Screenplay by Roll Down. I didn't know. Shocker, he, right? Yeah. I didn't know he was into this. I thought he was writing kids' books and that, wasn't he? Well, he wrote a lot of adult literature as well. And he wrote like all of Tales of the Unexpected or a large oh, did he? lot of it, which also has the belly dancing fire. Uh, Apparently, you know, I was Googling instead of watching the film. Big yeah. mate of Ian Fleming. Yeah. Ian Fleming said, Would you do the screenplay? Because they wanted something with a bit of a new angle. Yeah. Roald Dahl could find nothing in it to reuse from the book. It bears very little resemblance to the book itself. Oh. Um, with like maybe five little references, one of them being, you know, at some point there's a guy that's wearing like a medical mask yeah. that just makes you think of COVID. Yeah. That's from the book. Oh. That's a detail that's remained. Okay. I, I, I mean, he had to have the mask on, didn't he? Someone would see him bond. Well, I mean, that, that did help him yeah. not get detected. Bond's funeral. Yeah. Is that C? Uh, after you see a British news uh, after you see a newspaper saying British agent killed. Dated. Um, yeah, what year? July 9th, 66, which is the year before the film was released. Oh, okay. Actually, 66 was also the year yes, on the golf are. calendar. Yeah. What happened in one year? Because July pretty early in the year and that but that but they were golfing in maybe it's all set extremely close together but like this whole spectre thing maybe yeah maybe it's like a really busy year yeah it was really <clears> and in 66 you had like the world cup going on as well oh yeah it was a huge big year, year. body gets dumped into the ocean <laughs> we'll see better the water. whatever you want to call it and then, thank God, we got some scuba diving. Where would we be without a scuba? <laughs> so I think you're right. I think they spent so much of the budget from Thunderball on scuba gear. Now they're like, then, every film, we have to use the freaking scuba yeah. gear to get our money out of it. But they've all those underwater cameras now. Just, <laughs> yeah, just keep Go using on. them. Two scuba divers collect the body and take it down into a submarine. When they open the wrapping of the corpse... Yes. He kind of just goes straight for the neck with a quite a long knife. Hack it open. Actually, didn't I thought he unzipped it? He did. Uh, well, after he um, like a mummy bandaging whatever yeah. it is, he takes it off. Then he's in like a zipped up okay. plastic bag. Uh, but he just goes straight like, on in yeah, there. Straight on with like a hunter's knife. He, he seemed to be like. Was he just keeping really still? Because he had he also had scuba gear. He had some kind of mouthpiece. Yeah. But it was almost like the moment they took the mouthpiece out, it was as if he woke up. So had he been pretending to be dead? I mean, clearly he wasn't there. But had he been just keeping really still? Or was he actually put under for the duration, a bit totally like the like cave boys mm. when they did the rescue? No, I think he was awake. He'd seen pretty with it okay. as soon as he opened his eyes. Mm. Yeah. Everyone on that crew were wearing a shorts and socks combo, which I had noted because it was kind of like a bit of an odd look, actually. It was long socks and long shorts. So you just mm. had a bit of knee showing. Okay. But Google tells me they were really unhappy about that. Apparently it was freezing. Uh, yeah. Not proper Navy guys. No. Uh, so Bond's not dead. No. He's in there with a breather um, and he asked for permission to come aboard. Look like a cheeky smile. I would have said no. Swim off. <laughs> Money pennies on board. Yeah, wearing naval uniform. Yes, they're all wearing a naval uniform. They are. Bond sparrows in his naval gear. But are they pretending to be in the Navy or are they... I have the same question. Are they ranked? Why must they all use naval uniform? 
because they're on the submarine, do they have to do it? Or is it that they have all of this kind of Navy prowess from before that they have become spies? Yeah, I think, I think or is it just Bond's got a history in the military. Uh, yeah. Definitely. It could have been the Navy. Right. So, yeah, it could have been his burial suit. But I don't know if Money Penny has, and M may have, but he looked like a freaking admiral or something. Yeah, he so. was highly decorated. I also liked that they were in a submarine. But they had tried to make it just like M's office with a yeah, hat stand, no some door. paintings hanging up, no lever door, because no. they'd used the lever in the rocket yeah. instead. <laughs> and he called Money Penny Penny. Just Not only penny. that, but she said, In you go, sir. And he said, Thank you, man. Yeah. Like they've been told off for whatever it is they've been doing. Yeah. There you go. I put M is in Navy gear mm -hmm. and that uh, he's sending, sending Bond to Japan. On the way out, Money Penny asks how the Chinese girl was that they set up for him. And he said, another five minutes and I would have found out. Now, she they set up the Chinese girl, but Chinese girl... So this whole death scene was set up. Yeah. It's all fake. Yes. Who, Who was wasn't in it? So Just the guys that, that only, said he was... Only the people that shot him were not in on it. Oh, okay. I think. Well, maybe everyone was in on it. Yeah. Just Every single death, person, and then just so that it could leak properly. Yeah. But if anyone wasn't in on it, I'd go with the guys that actually shot. Because I had I had written down. So in that opening scene, they're clearly about to be intimate, like yeah, sexism, racism, blah blah blah. Yeah. And then she quickly flips him up on the bed and lets some men run in to shoot him. And I was like, oh, that you know, it's that classic Bond trope, woman. Yeah. Honey trap, but then it was a double bluff, and she was actually doing it to protect his life. It's like, oh my god! If you're going to kill, fake kill yourself as a spy, mm. you should probably change your name when you come back. No, I've changed my name for married reasons. Mm -hmm. It's a pain in the ass, man. It's right. so awkward, and you have to send this certificate and that certificate. I mean. Doesn't look like he's a man who's got time for admin. No, at least got money, Penny. Plus, they probably got it. Her focus, though, is just on getting him laid, getting him laid, and yeah. then getting her own kicks off the back of that. Yeah, that's fair. Do you think she does she just like being told about it afterwards? Does she get to watch any of it? Like, is her interest purely like her own imagination, knowing that she set them up? And... I think she's more like a. Imp. Yeah, but I think she's close she's, to the girls. Yeah, I don't know. She seems to like find girls yeah. for her guys, for her double O's, and that's it. It's a niche job. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it's available anymore. That kind of mm. job. Good times. I've also put he looks much older in this film. He's getting there, isn't he? But it's only the difference of a couple of years. Yeah. They're really taking their toll. It's like being a prime minister. I think he was... I'm making all this up, I think. <laughs> One of them... <laughs> here's a fact for you. Yeah. One of them was the oldest Bond to play Bond. <laughs> and I think it was him. Well, I could be wrong, but this could mean absolutely nothing. To start I playing. I think you're probably right. What? He was already quite craggy when he started. He's got quite yeah. deep lines going on. He used to be like a bodybuilder. And a model and stuff, yeah, in his younger years. Could see him as a model, but a bodybuilder, like full on. Not like Arnie style, like we're talking okay. about 60s style. So. Who was the oldest Bond? Roger Moore. No. See, I told you one of them. You, don't, you were right, it was one of them. An <laughs> 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 extra money penny to you. Bond on the streets of Tokyo. Uh huh. Knew that because there was a big sign saying Tokyo. Mm -hmm. And there were some streets. Yeah. Being spied on oh, by too. really badly. Like yeah. The woman was 10 paces behind him shouting into her purse. <laughs> <laughs> there were the only two people in this alley. Uh, you know, he didn't spot her. So that's no. good. Bond meets a sumo wrestler who gives him a ticket to watch a sumo match. Yeah. And a lady comes and sits down next to Bond. Is it not that lady? Is it the same one? No, I don't think so. Really? Oh, it could be. But... I think it was her. What's she just taking that coat off. Oh, right. I was going to say she was dressed slightly different. Could have been. Sumo match. 
Yes. I think I'd want to go and watch one. Yeah, I don't think they've changed. It's very yeah. um, traditional, isn't it? So, yeah. You okay. should go to Japan. Right. I've been you to Tokyo. You could probably um, do the whole holiday on a train thing, include it in Japan. Yes. Because they've got some pretty awesome trains, haven't they? Including that bullet, bullet train. train. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'd want to watch the sumo match like after the train, obviously, because we'd whiz past it. Yeah. We were trying to watch it from the train. Yeah, okay, we'll add it to the agenda. Okay. Um, he uses the code I love you. Yeah. Which well, Money Penny was asking him to repeat back to her, but he wouldn't. No. Because you know, he doesn't. He doesn't love her. <laughs> which she, so she acknowledged the code, they head back to her, her hotel. And she works for Henderson. Mm-hmm. Meets meets Mr. Henderson. They have a really unique secret handshake when they first meet, which really? involves Bond taking a large oh, stick from Mr. Yeah. Henderson, <laughs> slamming it against his shins, and then yeah. Mr. Henderson thanks him. So Mr. Henderson's in a uh, dressing gown. What do they call those? Kimono. Kimono. Gun's got a gun. <laughs> Gun's got a gun. Bond's got a gun on him. And then Bond asks for his walking stick and then, yeah, just wraps him around the leg with it to make sure it was the real Henderson who's got a fake leg. Oh! oh I didn't pick up on that detail. Oh. Is that what he was doing? That's why it went... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> when did he find out he had a fake leg? And he hit it with the... Stick. Oh. He made, like, a metal punking noise. Yeah, but... Had we been told earlier that, no. that when he meets... Well, it may be. I don't know. But oh, here's a fact that Bond knew... Okay. And he was checking he was the right. Wow. Right okay. Woo. Oh, you thought that was his actual handshake? I just thought he was like, you yeah, know, okay. play like just a bit like, don't mess with me. Right. <laughs> this is just for starters. Play it straight. Henderson makes him a drink, makes Bond a drink, and says, stirred, not shaken. That's, is that right? But it's shaken, oh. not stirred, isn't it? Ah. Is it? I thought it was. I thought it's He says, that's stirred, not shaken. That's right, isn't it? And Bond says, perfect. <coughs> Maybe Bond just doesn't give a shit. Yeah. But he's very particular about his vodka, as we know, when he has a little sip of the uh, yeah. um, vodka from Siam later that's right. and grimaces intensely. And <laughs> um, we will have to Google that and check because it's definitely, it's one of those quotes that's used that is completely misquoted all yeah. the time. I know that much. Um, but in its own movie. But it, it, yeah, I didn't know that. We'll have to double check. Yeah. What I did notice about this scene is that it's in one of those traditional paper walled houses. Yeah. But he had a four poster bed, which didn't seem typically Japanese. No, I think they generally have or had mattresses. Like mats and things. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Odd character. So Henderson's kind of leaning up against his paper wall. Mm. And get stabbed in the back. Mid sentence. Yeah. That was the outer wall, wasn't it? Because Bond jumps through it. I think it was just a corridor. Oh, was it? Because it's kind of like he was mid sentence, leaning against the wall, and then he just stops speaking. Yeah. And he's pull Bond pulls him forward and finds the knife, having gone through the paper wall into his back. Yeah. So I get that the knife would have gone silently through the paper. Fair enough. But for Mister Henderson not to have made a noise yeah. as he was stabbed through the back seems. Yeah, it's not right. Peculiar. He was always like that, even when he lost his leg. Didn't make a peep. <laughs> so Henderson dies. Bond yeah. chases and kills the assassin after running through the paper walls to catch him. Mm-hmm. Um, the assassin's wearing a mask. The assassin is wearing... Is this the... Yeah, so yeah, the assassin is wearing a mask, a uh, long overcoat and a spy's hat. I don't know what... Is that a trilby? Yeah. And uh, Bond takes those irons and his mask, puts it on, and then staggers back to the baddie's car, <coughs> the goon's car, and gets in the back, pretending he's wounded, uh, so the driver thinks it's his mate. Yeah. Uh, driver drives back to their base. Yeah, an office, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, the, the, the Osatsu, Osatsu, Osato building? Yeah. That's right. the old business dude, Osato. Yeah, That's yeah. his name. Uh, Bond fights the driver, beats him up, with a sofa. I think that was a very unwieldy <clears throat> instrument to pick up from that room to that's attack him with. Two-seater, even though they're just like a metal frame legs, yeah. they're still quite heavy. It's leather. Yeah, but 
you need a bit of like not momentum what's the word like leverage like you're picking up a sofa even if you threw it really hard like I feel like you could block it with your body now that guy the henchman Mm. was one of the most notorious uh, sumo wrestlers in Japan and he's also Dwayne the Rock Johnson's grandfather huh Mm -hmm. okay isn't yeah, okay. I mean, don't ask me anymore. I got it off from Google. I thought That's the rock was um, Hawaiian. What are they in Hawaii? Hawaiian, I guess. Are they Hawaiian? Uh, the are natives? they not? Regardless, Come it's not how you say it. I learned the other day. It's, oh, no, I'm not going to try. Hawaiian? But the W is a V, and the and the kind of where you put the the up point of the word is in the wrong place. You say it, not like... Havovian. <laughs> like in Dr. Zeus. It's a bit like that. So Bond fights the Rock's granddad. Yeah. Beats him up with a sofa. Yeah. And then knocks him out with a statue. Yes. Is he dead? Don't know. Drags him into a booze cabinet. Uh, and takes a drink and says cheers. Yeah. Does not like the vodka. Does not like the... What is it? Siamese? Mm. Siamese? This is not Siamese, is it? Is that how you say it? Doesn't, uh, yeah. Doesn't like it. Yeah. Uh, Bond cracks a safe. In the office with a gadget, with a gadget, he just pulls out. It's quite a lumpy gadget, but he's been carrying it with him in his, in his pocket the whole yeah. time. And he hears someone coming. It's two security guards. He he opens, he cracks the safe with this gadget, getting all the pins correct. And when he opened it, it still set off massive alarms all around the building. <laughs> that confused me as well. So what? Yeah. So what? That was the whole. That's the whole point of cracking the safe. The... Yeah. <laughs> That attracted some attention. It did attract attention. Um, Bond shoots one of the guards uh, and is picked up by the same lady that met him at the sumo place. So, yes, there you go. That is Aki. He asks her for information, so she stops the car and does a runner. Bond chases chases her and falls falls down a trap door that shoots him down a chute into a room that has a guy in it with a lot of round TVs. There was so domed TVs with screens in them. But it shoots in through a trapdoor, down a slide, into a really comfortable that looking a really chair. Nice chair. It was a really nice chair, but he landed in it. It wasn't as suave as it could have been. I would have quite liked him to land, like, legs crossed, maybe cigarette straight in hand. But yeah. he kind of, like, he kind of fell into it, which was a shame. Yeah. But those TVs were pretty cool. And they managed to record him running from the car all the way through the trapdoor, down the slide, and into the room still. So, like, all the all the editing... Yeah. Was done really quickly. No oh, good. The dude in the room is Tanaka Tiger. Yeah. Bond loves him. He really likes him. That's what he told him. Which was the code word. They shook hands. He didn't hit him on the leg with a stick. No. And then they get on Tiger's secret train. Yeah. Which is very nice. A funky train. Proper kitted out. Where he serves him some sake. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bond was impressed that he had it at the exact right temperature. Uh, I wrote down 94.8, or was it 98.4? I thought 98.4, but I didn't write it down. So. Yeah, I kind of... I thought it was 94.8, but Elsie was saying that's very close to boiling temperature, so I thought maybe it was 98.4. Elsie's a clever kid, man. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I think 98 is... It's that body temperature. Well, see, I don't... I don't oh, oh, I'm so stupid. But I don't know the difference between Celsius and Fahrenheit. But when you when you when you're taking your kids' temperature, yeah. anything like thirty six is about normalish. Thirty nine, forty, you want to be worried. So I'm guessing ninety eight is in the other one that I don't use. It's not Celsius then. What's the other one? Fahrenheit. Ninety eight point six. Okay, so it's a perfect Very, body temperature. Yeah. So it's not boiling point. So Elsie was also thinking Celsius. Yeah. So. Not so clever now, to... is she? <laughs> no. Plus, that's too warm, yeah. isn't it? Sake, that's like a whiskey, like a rice whiskey, isn't it? Yeah, I'd say that's a, well, but I, some people do just like it just out of the bottle. And I mean, that's definitely how he was taking his vodka, right? Just straight out of the. Yeah, but he's not got it under his armpit to keep it warm. Oh, I mean? yeah. Okay. So, ambient kind of. So, what is room? Can what, Google what room temperature is? <laughs> 68. Oh, not, yeah, but that's in Fahrenheit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Fahrenheit. All right. So, that's a lot lower than body temperature. What what is room temperature in Celsius? <laughs> just <laughs> twenty. Yeah. Okay, so we're like it's almost double. Like 
Okay, it was cold when we were watching the film, actually. Yeah, it's been on since you came in. Okay. okay. Good there temperature go. chat, yeah. yeah. So let's get on to our new segment temperature chat. Yeah. <laughs> temperature. Temperature will come up again in a Bond movie, and it will continue on the segment. Then okay. there'll be some point where Bond's being bold or something. Yeah, yeah. Bond's shown Bond's showing them how to look at a photo. So yes. Tanaka has a photo of a shipping boat. Yeah. And uh, it took Bond to look at it to say, zoom in on the boat. Yeah, because he said, we have this photo. Uh, the person that took it, just a normal civilian, was uh, liquidated for taking right. this picture. And Bond was like, let's take a closer look at it then. Like, oh, yeah, oh, good idea. God. I mean, we've got the picture. <laughs> it's just the report, right? No, let's, let's look closer and see what the name of the boat is. We've already got it in slide form. <laughs> So they zoom in and yeah. find out the name of the boat, which is good. Yeah. Uh, so. And then Bond says, zoom in on the other side of the photo. Yeah. And they zoom in and there's a little boat there with some people and they're like waving at <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so that was good. That's, yeah. So Bond sorted that out. I mean, that's why he is the powerful spy that he is. Yeah. The next scene. So before they go into the next scene, <laughs> Mr. Tiger says something like, my possessions are your possessions. That's how he introduces yeah, the next yeah, thing. Yeah, These yeah. are my possessions. You're staying at my house. Yeah. All the possessions in my house, you're welcome to use. That's it. You're welcome to use. Yours. Yes, lovely. Turns out his possessions are... A lot of women. A lot of women. No, there's four there. Yeah. Four walked in, uh, all just in their underwear. Yeah. <laughs> Bond stays at Tiger's house with four women. He's, he asks him if he likes the house, and I think and Bond says he likes the plumbing. Yeah. Good God. Um, and then only three of the four women were washing Bond in the bath. Okay. The fourth one wasn't with Tiger. He was on his own in the jacuzzi. So oh, was that a jacuzzi? I thought they before. had a bath each and they were oh, just like separated bath. by a little rock wall or yeah. something. Um, as the three women are washing Bond, he asked them not to get soap in his eye. Yeah, in his eye. That's what he meant, right? Yeah. And then it, it was even worse because... Because this is like... The, the era of carry-on films, like that yeah. kind of humour, yeah. right? So I guess that's, I'm assuming that's exactly what he meant. Because there's phrases that, that I am aware of that exist that culturally now are not yeah. correct. Yeah. And if you think to what that I might otherwise be called, mm -hmm. that seems relevant to the film. Mm -hmm. Okay, just so, yeah. <laughs> and then... Then he's told he can select one of the girls. Who's... Oh, when he chooses one, I think it's Tanaka that says she's very sexiful. Ah, uh, yeah, she is very sexiful. And then not a word. No. And then But uh, I'm gonna use it. The sexiful girl is giving Bond a massage. Yeah. Aki sneaks in and swaps out with the sexiful, sexiful girl. Woman. Yeah. And then they hook up. They do. Aki and Bond. Then Bond goes to the office, but he gets there three and a half minutes early. He says, ah, oh, you are three and a half minutes early. Who says that? Uh, the guy that greets him. I what? think it was just a nod to, have I skipped a scene? No, I've just, I've, because my notes are just on this touchscreen, I've hit it and I've gone right back to the beginning again, so you carry on. Well, unfortunately, that's the only note I've got, because I was doing a lot of Googling. Three, three really? minutes late, who's, uh, what office? I don't know, he goes into an yeah. office. Oh, he goes there under the pretense of being Mr. Fisher go. or whatever yeah. his name is. Bonds goes to a meeting. All oh, right, so he's three minutes. Three and a half minutes early, which I think was like a nod to like Japanese precision. And this is Os Osata, yes. isn't it, the guy? Yes. Right, that's right. So whilst he's waiting, so he's there early anyway, and he's already waiting, so he's even earlier. He's being watched by cameras pretty much everywhere. Intensely. Yeah. The helicopter arrives with Osata and uh, a lady called Brandt. Mm-hmm. Shall I write down? We find out later that Brandt is um number number eleven Spectre. Mm -hmm. But she looked very similar to Fiona. Well as a Spectre agent, you I know guess. what I mean. So Spectre has a type. They yeah, so redheads. Redheads, yeah. Justina Hendricks next then. Yeah. That'd work. <laughs> Osata X rays Bond whilst they're sitting at the desk. And uh, sees his that desk was very off putting yeah. because the desk that was facing James was yeah. mirrored, yeah, yeah. So he was just looking back at himself. You'd be like, What's behind there? Yeah, 
It looked like more like a receptionist desk than an office desk. Yeah. But anyway, he he X-rays him, spots his gun, and tells him he should stop smoking. Yeah. I guess because you know they're bad lungs or something. Mm-hmm. While we're in there, Bond attacked, but picked up. Oh, okay. So I skipped something. No. Bond gets X-ray, sees a gun. Business guy tells Brandt to kill him after Bond leaves. Yes. After again telling me what he wants to order in these fake business meeting. Oh God, I've just done it. <laughs> You've got to stop doing that because I I have nothing. <laughs> uh, I'm nearly back. Bond gets X-rayed. Business guy tells Brandt to kill him. Bond attacks, but picked up by Aki again in a car chase. Yes. Right. So that's my note. Uh, what they get shot at as the car pulls away and yeah. they duck from the bullets, which is a good move. Yeah. So if I ever get shot at, I'm just gonna duck. For sure. Yeah. It's, he doesn't here. need all of the uh <laughs> yeah. the gear from yeah. Q. He's all right. Right, car chase. So as Elsie said, so it's car chase. It's mm. pretty standard. Shooting yes. out the windows, there's yeah. no gadgets or anything really. Little involved. cars. Yeah, little cars. I think the one there in Bond's in is like a really old like Mazda, okay, I believe. Um, but I'll have to look it up. It's white. It's very nice and worth loads of money now. I think Bond's no, the goon's car gets picked up by what is called in Grand Theft Auto as a cargo bob. Oh, okay. I've written Chinook. Yeah, could okay. be. And it's a very big part of one of the missions in the game, which Elsie said, "Oh, that's exactly the same as what happens in GTA." And so, yes, that is exactly what happens. Like you're in a chase and you're being chased by the police and get come down the cargo bob giant magnet pick it up and fly off do you want to know who invented that scene for the film rockstar games no no bobby broccoli's wife invented that idea mrs broccoli mrs broccoli credit for gta is deserved yeah sure yeah it's good um, the cargo bob i don't know if that's a real name that's just what it's called in gta <laughs> yeah. probably not they change the names of everything well, I'm calling it the car very well. Uh, takes the car out to the ocean and dumps it into the ocean. Ooh. And Bond says, Just a drop in the ocean. That's right. He was watching that whole chase and the and the cargo bob and all of that yeah. from a little screen in the back of the car. He had to turn around in his seat to look at a TV in the back of the car mm. that was showing footage of Live footage. Chinook carrying the car. From but where? there was nothing else in the sky. No. Nah. Right. <laughs> Same. So Bond arrives at um a dock with Vaki. Yeah. Um, yes. And pretty much he's just instantly attacked by all the workers. I really, with the exception of Kill Bill mm-hmm. in the Go Go um dance club. Yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. Hate. A fight scene where it's like choreographed, like you've got like 20 people surrounding you, and oh, then one takes time. them on at a time. Yeah, yeah. Just bundle him. Yeah. Bund- like in the playground, if you got bundled, that was it. Yeah. If you're not, then just queue up. Don't form I- a circle. Yeah. It's pointless. Twice they use that in this film, <laughs> twice. There's another yeah, one by one later. He gets instantly attacked by the co workers. Yeah. Um, he shoots one of them to get out of the. The area. Mm. Aki does another runner. She loves it. Yeah. Bond shoots and kills another co-worker before running up. At, I'm not sure if it's a conveyor belt or a staircase, but up. it was a bit of both. It was pretty yeah, cool. It was, a bit of it was both. kind of like an escalator. Uh, like, yeah. but no smaller tread. I don't know. It was. I want to have a go. <laughs> He's up on the rooftop. It, there's like ten to fifteen people chasing him. He managed to knock out about six of them with a stick. I barely saw you typing during this whole thing. I don't know how you've got such concise notes. <laughs> Are you remembering half of this? Or is that literally what you've written down? That's what I've written down. Jesus. Lots of people chasing the rooftop, knocks out about six. Sorry about the time. Chase one there, another 10 to 15, gets away and knocks by out. You don't actually use grammar and all cut. Co- oh, my God. <laughs> He's chased by 10 to 15, knocks about six of them. He's getting away. Um... Managed to get back downstairs again, then someone jumps out from behind a crate, smacks him around the back of the head and knocks him out. He wakes up to Brent. She says, wake him up. And then one of the goons just slightly shrinks his chin and it brings him round. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> and then Brant interrogates him. 
Well, when she gets she gets pretty close up to him after showing him a plastic surgery knife, saying she was going to use it on him. Yeah. And um, puts it in his top pocket because uh, he's tied tied up, bound with his hands behind his back. And Bond says to her, "What's a nice girl like you doing in a place like this?" They then make out of each other. She she really snuggles up to him. I was worried about the knife digging into yeah. her at that point. It very sharp, that it was, Well, I mean, yeah, it, was, it just takes skin off. Yeah. And then they kind of kiss, and then she does that thing where she just, like, rubbed her cheek against his cheek yeah. to the side and made little moaning noises. Like a cat. I think, you, I think that only happens in films. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, on basically says the deal he was trying to do was going to make 300 grand, and he would give her half of it if she lets him go. Yeah. She... Basically does. She says she would get killed by Osata. Yeah. Bond said he'll make sure it doesn't happen. He'll get her on a plane to Europe the next mm-hmm. day. So she releases him and takes him into a two-seater aeroplane. Yeah. And they take off doing a runner, which is nice of her. Yeah. There's, yeah. She's like, come on, come now, on me. This you know, is all good. She already had him tied up. Just bear that in mind for this next scene. And had a knife on him. So Brand is flying flying a small plane with Bond. Um and Brand hits a button which locks Bond into his seat with like a plank of wood going across him. Yeah, it was so basic. Very basic. Like a cricket bat kind of. Yeah, thing. it just kind of like flopped down from the side, almost like you could use it as a little table. Yeah, that's right. And then she jumps out of the plane. I think she does something to the engines. She she pl- applies some lipstick, which oh, then she he throws the lipstick in the back, but the lipstick is actually a little explode, uh, oh, uh, explosive. Right. But it just kind of like puffs out pink smoke, which kind of like makes him choke a bit. Then the wood comes down. Then she jumps out the plane to escape. And then the plane starts to nosedive. Yeah. Now, I wonder, uh, that must be what it was then. So when, so Bond basically karate chops the cricket bat, breaks yeah. it, gets into the driver's seat, lands yeah. the plane. Yeah. But as he jumps out of the plane, it blows up. So I'm guessing that lipstick was smoking because it was like a fuse to a detonator. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes more sense. So Bond heads back to Aki and Tanaka. Mm-hmm. With Q. Yes. And Nelly. So at, w- at what point does he have little Nelly? He's like, get me little Nelly. Is Q the radio's in, but... Okay. So when he when he's talking about little Nelly, he's like, "Give me little Nelly and her father." Yeah. I was actually browsing ASOS at that point, looking at um, some birthday presents for Jolie. Yeah. But because I was half invested in the, in the film, what I looked up on ASOS was little Nelly, which didn't get me many results. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Uh, yeah. I also like all the gadgets are like totally high tech and like you know there's a button for this and a switch for that but they're all labeled with one of those old-fashioned label makers yeah and I just think if you've got the technology to do all those things you could label them better engraving yeah um we've got half an hour so we need to be at dinner as well right go um so little nelly is a miniature helicopter with loads of guns and rockets on it um bond uses it to fly around the island trying to spot where uh, the contents of the ship went. Yes. Basically. It couldn't work out where it's going because the island's supposedly empty. Yeah. He's flying around a little helicopter and he's then is noticed and four helicopters start chasing him. He takes one of them out with reverse flamethrowers, takes a second one out with mines on baby parachutes. <laughs> yeah. And takes the other two out with rockets. It's pretty impressive. It was good. Little Nelly um, <clears throat> was responsible for one of the stuntmen on the set to have his foot almost completely chopped off. Oh. They sewed it back on again, but when he got home, it just didn't feel right, so he had it amputated in the end. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Cut <laughs> <laughs> to Russia, setting off a space launch. Um, the space launch gets eaten by the space Pac-Man thing again, so they're pissed off as well now. Yeah. Everyone's getting a bit aggy. Yeah. Base Pac-Man heads back to Earth and lands in the secret base volcano. Mm-hmm. Button Moon reference. I came up with it first. No, you came up with it there and I said I've already got that. But also, Pretty didn't the inside bit. of the volcano look like Close Encounters of the Third Kind? Have you got that in your notes? Uh, guess it does, yeah. yeah. Was that a volcano? It was Devil's Mountain, wasn't it? It was a yeah. mountain. And what yeah. is a volcano but a mountain? I mean, technically, it wasn't really a volcano. It was a fake volcano anyway. So it was just a mountain. 
Oh, no, they were yeah, yeah. on that too. Not in Kissy's lifetime, anyway. No, that's right. She's older than all the volcanoes <laughs> that exist. Big operation. Oh, it's a big operation inside a volcano. It's completely hollowed out. There's like loads of dudes working there. They've got their own little train monorail system going on. Monorail was bloody brilliant. Yeah, it's excellent. And it's all run by number one, the dude with the cat, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Number one has got a new new guy called Hans. Yes. Uh, some of the workers were in there, I think, explaining why they fucked something up to number one or something like that. Oh, yeah. And um, number one asked Hans to chuck a leg of beef into the piranha tank, piranha pool. Wet their appetite. Yeah, and show show the workers, threaten the workers, basically, that they're going to die if they cock up again. I don't know what they did. I wasn't, I wasn't watching. No. It's on ASOS. Um, okay. I, yeah, no, I've got nothing until... That's um... <laughs> I thought you were on the No, no, until number 11 comes into it. So, number one calls to number 11. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Brandt? Anasata. Anasata. Boss drops Brandt into the... Oh, that's right. Asata boss drops Brandt, number 11, in the shit yeah. by blaming her for everything. Completely throws her under the bus. Yeah. And number one drops her into the piranhas. But he uses a little foot pedal to do it. Yeah. But the foot pedal wasn't connected to anything. There were no wires going from it. It was just like a little... Bluetooth. Really? <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> Maybe control. he presses it and the cat runs over and does something. Yeah. So yeah, it opens up a drawbridge and she just falls in the blue, in the green water and gets eaten by piranhas. And that's the end of another redhead. It's... We don't see... <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Bon heads back to Tanaka's house, yeah. which is also a ninja training school. Yeah. He walks in through all the ninja training, they're all very impressed. Uh, and then he says, Come and see them. <laughs> the <laughs> modern ninjas. The modern ninjas have just got like straight up guns. Yeah. And they're running around shooting each other. Yeah. Which I'm pretty sure isn't oh, a ninja. less ninjury. Yeah. Whilst they're there, he's given a rocket gun and a cigarette gun or a cigarette that has a bullet in it. Yeah. Does he use the rocket gun? Uh, he uses the, the cigarette gun. He does, yeah. Tanaka suggests, now Tanaka suggests this, that Tanaka suggests that Bond becomes Japanese and yeah. mar- marry a local on the island so he can kind of, kind of see what's going another, on. Yeah, cover up. Uh, so he does. Bond asks, uh, sorry. Go on. No, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Bond asks if the woman he's going to marry is good looking and Tanaka says she has the face of a pig. Okay. So Bond says, yeah, I'm not up for that. No, he, he wasn't happy about no. it. Oh, I'll just skip. skip oh. Yeah, he, he says, no, what? no, thank you. And he says, well, you're going to have to do it. It's the only way that you've got out of this. So they go to, oh, so there's a bit of a, a montage where Bond gets his uh, Japanese glow up. Um, and then he appears at an altar. And there's like a fake, br- so they're like a woman bringing a, bride up to the platform comes up and he kind of like looks at her and looks a bit disgusted but she walks past him and then another bride is brought up he kind of goes all right yeah sure you know he didn't seem he neither seemed very disgusted nor like completely blown away he was just all right with her and they marry they do before they marry bond gets uh made up as a japanese person yeah he looks like uh a Vulcan. He looks like Spock. Yeah, so that was that. And he hooks up with Aki the night before his marriage. Oh. When a ninja breaks into the house. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crawls across the ceiling, rolls a thin thread down through the ceiling and runs poison down the thread. With the intention. To try and kill Bond. Um, but at the last moment, they kind of both roll over in the bed and Aki takes the poison. Which wakes Bond up and he shoots the ninja. And then spends a bit of time roughhousing the dead ninja instead of going back to Aki and doing what he possibly could. Because I think in that situation, I think he probably has some life-saving skills that he's been taught over the years, but he chooses not to use them on Aki. Pretty fast-working stuff, but he didn't know that at the time. I guess, I guess. And maybe, you know, he was like, you know, tomorrow's another day. I've got pig face lined up. Yeah. (laughs) So ninja, ninja's well. Saki's dead. Yeah. Ninja's dead. Yeah. I think Tanaka comes in and says, "What's going on?" Can't remember. Cut to the wedding scene that you've already described. Sorry. That's right. Oh, we need your notes. <laughs> I got nothing. Uh, Bond gets married. His pig face is not ugly over him. And then they head to the village. 
Pigface says both her parents are dead. Bond's quite chuffed because normally you live with your parents until they die and you inherit the house, whatever they are, I think. He was like a step ahead. Yeah, so that's good. So he's well chuffed. Um, but then Pigface says she doesn't want to sleep with Bond and he's got to sleep in the other bed. Yeah, he's a bit put out by that. He was a bit. Tanaka sneaks into Pigface's house and tells him that USA have already started the launch on their next rocket. Pigface mentions a girl dying after visiting a cave. Is that what happened? Yeah. Bond heads there in the morning with Pigface and they climb the volcano, Pigface in a bikini. So it's just in a little skimpy bikini. So Pigface is wearing like a funny rider bikini. It was yeah. a real throwback. Mm. And she's got that and a little pair of slippers. Yeah. And she basically swims across a it was a big lake, if it, it was, was a lake. Yeah. Mate, I don't think it was a lake. I think it was it's more like, like, like a island. Like, yeah, like it was across island. the sea. Yeah. And then she scales a mountain. Yes. They see a helicopter fly up the volcano. So that's why they head up to the volcano. Because they want yeah. to see where the helicopter's gone. When they get up to the top, they can't see where the helicopter went. No. So they think it's down in the crater. Crater part of the volcano. It looks like there's a pool of water down there, so they climb down to have a look. When they get down there, they can't still can't see the helicopter, so they find out very quickly that the pool of water is fake water. Made a glass, the chucks a stone at it. I've made a note to say I'm really bored by helicopters. There's like a helicopter scene in a film. There's it doesn't feel as action as like a car chase. You can't get right up close. There's always like the the noise around it. But have you ever been on a helicopter or stood near one? No. Mm. I wouldn't go on one, but I was there for a clifftop rescue once because we found a man with a dodgy leg, and we sat with him while we waited for the helicopter to come and when the helicopter comes and it's right above you that's amazing yeah it's really it, it, your when I was face in whips back new york i headed down to the dots where the helicopters do tours and fly around because uh, i wanted to do one but the queue was like all the way up the dock so uh, i didn't i was quite close to the helicopters then but yeah it is cool yeah false water pool on top of a volcano discovered by Bond. it starts to open after the u.s rocket launches because they want to send their Pac-Man machine up there to, to go and out the U.S. instead. Pac-Man Demogorgon. Yeah. He sends Kissy back? Is that, has that already happened? No, that's exactly okay. where we are, yeah. Sends Pigface back to get Tanaka. So he's like, you've scaled this mountain in your bikini. Yeah. Now, could you just possibly run all the way back? Swim. Swim back across that ocean and yeah. go and get help. Yeah. Meanwhile... He changes his entire outfit into some kind of weird scuba gear that he had upon his person, but not some kind of radio that he could use to get Tiger's attention. He has to send this poor woman back. He couldn't have snuck a little radio in his pocket? No. Too full of scuba gear or grey, whatever it was. Yeah. It wasn't even scuba, but he had like knee pads and everything. That sticky pad. Those climbing the volcano, she had nothing on her bare legs. Yeah. He didn't offer her that. Disgusting. <laughs> on Spider Man's it down the inside of the volcano with his great Spider Man suit. I think he had some like sticky cups on it. He was making some kind of noise. Scratchy. Climbing down. Bond hiding in the roller coaster, roller coaster mm-hmm. train thing. And Not all the guards have like condiment coloured uniforms on there, either yeah. red or yellow. Or mustard, yeah. 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 So for me, it was like a cross between Close Encounters Third Kind mm. and Pat Sharp's Fun House, yeah. where they were either on Mel's or Martina's team. Yeah. And even with like the little um, monorail, I think that could have been a really good game. In like they could have sat in the monorail and like tried to grab things out of the air to get points. Yeah, could have done. I mean, they seem pretty mixed, the red and the yellows. I don't know. Is it they're like different shifts? I don't well, I mean they were all there together. Yeah. Yes, like that they all seemed to be working close together. It wasn't even like they were on like in different departments or anything. No. Maybe it was like um maybe it was like the number of stars you have at McDonald's, maybe it's like a grade one, grade Good two baby. thing, because there were some white uniforms as well. Yeah. White ones got to be scientists but, and yeah, they're the professionals really. Pig face swims back to the island and she's getting shot at by a helicopter. You yeah. love a helicopter. But it's all right, because what she does, she quickly ducks under the water. So she's okay. She escapes. Oh, right at the end here, though. Yeah, yeah. Bond finds where the US astronauts are in a prison cell, blows the door out, some guards run in, Bond and the astronauts beat up the guards, steal their uniforms. Old swapsy, swapsy uniforms. Swapsy. And then 
Bond, right, so yeah, he gets everyone out after knocking him out, and then they go and find the astronaut suits, and Bond dresses as an astronaut with one of the American astronauts, I think, mm-hmm. to go into the space Pac-Man. But he's spotted by number one, he's watching on camera, probably because he's about two foot taller than the Asian astronauts that were mm-hmm. about to get into yeah. there. Yeah, he was a different body shape. <laughs> Amazed the uniform fit. A number one request Bond to be brought to him. But as far as I'm aware, the US astronaut was still sitting on the Pac-Man ship. You think? Yeah. I think. Uh, Bond goes to see number one. Yeah. We see his face and we're introduced to Blofeld. Yes. Uh, he has a very bad scar across his face. Nasty. It's good. It's good makeup for the mm-hmm. time, isn't it? Yeah. Blofeld lets Bond watch as he sends the Russian-labelled Pac-Man rocket to space to apprehend the US rocket. I still don't know what they're all doing up there. I mean, let's not let's not no. dwell on it. Okay. I don't know either. Whilst that's happening, Pigface and the military try to attack the volcano. Now, Pigface has now got a shirt on, but she's still in the bikini. I mean, she's got she's she yeah some kind of white shirt or white dress she's managed to pick up, but swim it's back only in, only waist down, yeah, 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 nothing waist down, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the evening now, just yeah, the evening right. look. The military are there with Pigface and all these turrets come out of the volcano and start shooting them. And they're making yeah, it's slowing to shit. There's a lot of people died on yeah. that volcano. Yeah. <laughs> Bond asks if he can have a cigarette whilst he's watching World War Three happen. Yeah. So to remember what time this one. And uh, number one, or Blofeld says, yeah, give him back his cigarette. Yes, sure. Why not? You know, it's a secret agent, but yeah, whatever. Just take let him know. Bond uses his cigarette gun to shoot the bloke on the controls to the yeah, gate. Yeah, I mean, he. Okay. Door, whatever it is. And he shoots one single man, which he then uses to his advantage to lay, like punch a couple of other men. But again, yeah. it's that one by one. Yeah, yeah. But he, he does that to get the gate open okay. to let the military in. Right. And then that when the lost military in, even though a lot more of them died, got shot down from when they were scaling down, one of them managed to get a bomb in there to blow the top of the roof off, yeah. which got everyone into the room. And then probably about 100 people died. I guess. There was just like <laughs> explosions yeah. happening. Was, yeah, it was So... Uh, Whilst that was happening, Blofeld was like, well, we're pretty safe in this office. You can't get through this uh, until an explosion happens next to the office. And, and they get through. And, and Bond says, impenetrable, you say, or something like that. <laughs> and they're like, right, let's do a run on this uh, monorail system. So is that when Blofeld gets on the monorail by himself? He gets on the monorail. He So just sh- before then, then, is that where you see the cat struggle? Right, yeah. So That's the office room when he says it. Okay, so in the office... He's holding his cat. The cat is kicking off in real life. I've Googled that. It's a notorious meme. Like, people love the kicking off cat. He really is not happy in this theme. This is before the whole no animals were harmed in the making of this film because that cat was so scared that it ran away. It took two days for them to coax it out of the rafters. Yeah. Oh, did it? Yeah. (laughs) Because if you notice... He's holding it, he's really trying to hold it. Then they get out into the corridor. The cat does jump out of his arms and runs off. When he gets in his monorail, no cat. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That cat disappeared for real. (laughs) Uh, Written massive gun and sword battle, lots of deaths. Bond and Blofeld and Osata do a runner. Yeah. Blofeld kills Osata and is about to kill Bond, uh, has a gun to him, then gets a death star to the wrist. Yeah, that was Um, good. And then done a, does a run on one of the monorail pods. Uh, Blofeld, that is. Bond makes his way up the volcano. Uh, Death Star's a dude, which is pretty cool. Kills mm-hmm. him. Gets upstairs where... Ha- he didn't He didn't make any puns when he Death Star to do that. I'm surprised. Did you write anything down? I've got Bon Appetit. Oh, that was... Next. Oh, this sorry. Oh, spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Gets upstairs to where Hans is. Hans is waiting for him. Hans is a big blonde, like yeah, a yeah. German dude. Uh, he never says anything during the film. Hans gets chucked into the piranha pool after they have a big fight. It wasn't that ongoing. I thought it was going to be a long one because he was a massive dude. You'd think it would be like yeah, a yeah. long punch-up, but it wasn't. Uh, Bond's, Bond says when he throws him in the piranha. Bon, I get it now, yeah, because bon the piranhas are eating him. Got it, yeah. <laughs> Space Pac-Man, uh, about to eat the US rocket, but Bond detonates the Pac-Man 
killing the astronauts inside, we assume, but stops World War III. Yeah. So Blofeld decides to blow up the volcano. Lots of people escape, including Bond and Pigface. He's back in a bikini. Back in a bikini. They swim to a raft. A lot of rafts were chucked in the water by some helicopters. Bond managed to get a raft on his own with Pigface. Um, and his well chuffed that they're just going to be left there. To But then a submarine comes out of the water and picks them up. And it is the submarine. He... It is, well, it's the one that Moneypenny and oh, M are yeah, on. Yeah. And she's asked to go outside and let them in. She's yeah. like, yes. And like she, well, <laughs> she wants to do this. And that's that. That was that. They always end up snogging in the water on some kind of raft, they generally. Do. They do. There was no soup in this film. But I wasn't sure if maybe I'd missed some soup. Okay. So I did a quick Google. Yeah. And what I did find was a really cool blog called... Oh, God damn it. It's called something like Hmm Daily. No, I can't find the name of it. And this guy has taken every single reference from food from the books, of food in the books. And okay. in the book of You Only Live Twice, I just want to read out two excerpts that include food that are making me want to read the book. Okay. He said to Tiger, tell the old bitch she's a clever old bitch, accepting the brimming tumbler of hot sake from the apparently adoring hands of Trembling Leaf and downed it in two tremendous gulps. Wow. Oh. So we didn't see that in the film. And then yeah. this. Better still, Tiger said, unfortunately, he had to dine with the chief of police of the prefecture and Bond ordered a pint of Jack Daniels and a double portion of Eggs Benedict to be brought up to his room. Oh, that's a meal. A pint of Jack. Man. Yeah. <laughs> so I am now interested in reading them. Right. Let's get their score. Let's have a look. So, money pennies on the moving. I am going with... I'm going to go with four money pennies. Yes. I really like the space stuff. We didn't talk much about the space stuff. No. But the score was amazing. We both really loved the score, yeah. um, which is called Capsule in Space, but it's also known as Space March. And I'm trying to find where else it's been used because I feel like I know it. I think I've heard it on Classic mm. FM. I think Austin Powers use it. I think when uh, their version of Blofeld turns back, whatever his name was, I can't remember. Dr. Evil. Dr. Evil. He's, on, he's in like a burger boy ship okay which like comes back to earth and i think that's that music you've just reminded me of something i noted but didn't read out for some reason yeah um when when kissy is swimming originally and she's got some goggles on you know, pig face yeah. she's got two tiny little boys tied to the side of her goggles so if the goggles fall off they just float on the top that's genius yeah, yeah. i like that the goggles should be made out of that something place. that floats in yeah I'm also going, I've never given a film a five, but I think it's as good as, sorry, I keep turning my head because I'm looking at the screen, as Goldfinger, which okay. you've given a five. Yeah. So it's going to get my highest rating so far again, which is a four. I'm still waiting for that five. I think there's a better one out there. Okay. But I'm going with the four. I'm liking that. I, I, I really it, like the movie. It, it, it's not strongly regarded, actually. No. Um but I thought there was a lot to enjoy. I enjoy a space film, I think, more than I enjoy a water film. Yes. I think it was a classic Bond caper, is what if, I would have called if, it. Yes. If it, was, if it wasn't some, for all of the dodgy stuff. Yeah, there's so much of that. If, but at the time, I assumed that was okay. Yeah. But obviously... It should not, not have been. <laughs> yeah, all good on that. All good on that. Yeah. Um, what have we got Where here? does that put it? Well, that gives it an eight. And what has Goldfinger got? Nine. Ah. <laughs> So it's in second. Okay. Yeah, I need some screen. Right. So Bond Girl, you can actually just make that screen bigger. But that's well. So yeah, so Bond Girl. Are we who's the Bond Girl? Pigface or Aki? I guess it's Pigface. I think Pigface, because it's the one he's ends up kind of making out with at the end. Yeah, I guess um it's Pigface. I'm okay. So Pigface. Yeah. Better than Pussy Girl. Yes. Good. I agree. Yeah. She was great. She was, she bloody she took one for the team. Yeah. And she didn't, and it wasn't in any, it wasn't in the name of feminism or anything like that. She was just like, she was like, we're going to have sex now. And she was like, no, we're not, because I didn't actually marry you, remember? Yeah. So this will be under my terms. And then she's like, I'm going to swim there and back for the, for, not because of Bond, 
but for World War Three. This is the theme music. The theme music. I liked it. I it probably isn't as good as Look of Love. Thank you. I agree. But it's close. But that doesn't matter. No. Do we even write it in there? Write it in. What was it called? Uh, you only live twice. Why can we not remember <laughs> the name of this film? <laughs> Notable, Notable baddies. baddies. Number got... eleven. Right. Yeah. I mean, she didn't do anything. Was she not really, I not suppose. For me. Fiona was better than that. Yeah, yeah, leave her off. Fake Fiona. And Car Chase. Car Chase. So it was. It was, the, it was the GTA. It was the. Oh, it was the, the four founder of GTA. Oh, it was a good one then. It is a good one it. in that. So what was the first one? You mm. like. Um... Oh, man, the little mini car chase. No, I don't oh, really like that. It shouldn't even really be counted. But can we, yeah, go and put this one first. Yeah. But we can, uh, an honourable mention. So I don't really that. Right can I just drag that up? Then? Yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. I'll have to fix that. And can't do this right. Is that it? We better call it. What's the next one? The next on the list there. Yeah. Oh, On Her Majesty's Secret Service. I'm looking forward to this one. This is the one I watched while I had my COVID. fever COVID. Okay. Majesty's Secret Service. Right, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope the audio wasn't complete trash because it's on this single microphone. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.